You're listening to Watercolor Wash, a painting podcast for self-taught artists and whoever loves watercolors. My name is Vasu and my journey is just like yours. So in the last episode, I talked about uh, having the control of watercolor and I was looking at a lot of masters work and they have this one thing in common which was a great control on um, on the water in, in, in their brush and I went through a lot of paintings of one artist majorly famous for his oil portraits uh, John Singer Sargent I think it's a very common name in America and very common name across the world very famous for his uh, portraits and he was uh, one of the most sort of artist for uh, portrait commissions those days he made most of his fortune uh, in oil portraits and uh, portraits of very rich people as well so he did his so for for the living his his, his work was mostly uh, the the oil painting or the oil portraits that he did and I also followed his oil painting work and I I saw that he did most of his painting in observing uh, the subject. Uh, I, I heard about a story where he where he was uh, commissioned to paint a woman and this uh, woman's uh, relative wrote a letter back to someone that how he was painting and that a letter said that it was nothing very magical about him he did uh, almost nothing all the time he was just looking at the person like 70 percent time and painting only 30 percent of the time and he he spent a lot of time on his palette so he did most of his painting in his palette first and mixed the the colors observed a lot and then he, he would put something in oil but uh, why I told you this story is to come back to the watercolor journey of uh, John Singer Sargent and I looked at a lot of his work so as famous he was for his oil portraits uh, the same way he was more much more relaxed in his watercolor work if you look at his watercolors and I think he it was something like we we sketch on a daily basis or something like he he made over like 200 uh, 2000 watercolor paintings and on his each journey wherever he traveled a lot um, for for the portraits and uh, i saw his paintings from italy uh, when he traveled to italy and those were amazing the quality of light that i i, I could see I could also see in some of the paintings uh, he used opaque as well in his watercolor like for instance certain part needs to be white and uh, and he was not uh, able to save those highlights so he did use some opaque and I think that's completely fine I don't know whether he used he did it with gouache or just uh, with the Chinese white 
uh, that comes Chinese white can be also used for highlighting even in watercolor uh, so there is a tube uh, in Vincent Newton and most of the uh, the companies uh, give it and uh, I haven't done that yet uh, but I wouldn't shy if I had to do that also he cared a lot about the highlights uh, he used um, uh, he used wax to to block the highlights and uh, some of his students also used the same method uh, uh, right now we have uh, we have a lot of uh, masking fluids and some other mediums which can do that uh, very easily for us but he also used highlight uh, wax for the highlights saving the highlights and then when he's done painting the surroundings he just uh, rip off that wax and paint it on that. Another uh, thing that I noticed in his watercolor was the brilliance of, of his work. It was localized effort on, on, a, on a piece of paper. Localized effort means when he's painting a certain part of the painting, he, he painted only that part. So his washes are very, uh, very uniform in, in many locations. When I look at the skies he has done in some of the watercolors, he, his wash, washes are phenomenal if, if I can ever achieve that. And then, <clears throat> and at this, then at the same time, you can get a very mushy uh, kind of strokes ar around that, that very clean wash. To, to create the sense of um, uh, to create the sense of distance or to sense the uh, to create the sense of ambiguity or some sort of abstract quality to to that work and it, it looks amazing uh, I, I recommend you to go check out his work I think if you're in US uh, Brooklyn Museum has around 38 38. Uh, watercolors of um, John Singer Sargent and there are a few in in UK as well if you can go and look at them in person that'll be amazing and um, coming back to his painting it it looked like uh, he did four or five paintings in a day uh, when he's like a day off or something so he uh, one good thing about watercolor is it's very portable and dries really fast so it was a very obvious medium of choice for him uh, during his travels to document certain things or artists are very um, unique people we definitely uh, want to get some money and uh, appraise for what we do but at the same time the, the mind wanders in such a way that we want to do our own work and uh, I can completely relate to that because when I get commissioned I don't do it until like you know the very last moment when the, that commission uh, needs to go on its way but at the same time I don't paint anything else because uh, at, uh, my mind is, um, is is tied up with that commission which is uh, stopping me to 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 paint uh, anything. It it feels really guilty uh, to paint anything else other than that commission. And at the same time, you're also not painting that commission until the last moment, 
that you, you, you finally have to finish. And then once you are done with that commission, you think, oh my God, now I can paint anything I want. Until that time, you know, that uh, idea of that confinement is, is, um, is haunting for the artists. So I can easily see he, that, uh, that freedom in his work. When he worked in watercolor, I don't think he ever painted those to go on a museum or he ever tried to sell his watercolor. It was just uh, a very personal expression for him and it looks the same way. Uh, I was just mesmerized by uh, one of his paintings from Italy um, of, of late evening. Uh, not, not that late evening, it was like somewhere between, uh, somewhere right before the, uh, the sun sunset and the, and the glow that we are getting uh, from the water uh, in the buildings and that, that shine that comes out because the sun is at an angle uh, which, which is directly throwing the light through the water on the, uh, on the walls of that building. And it was so great and I, I saw those washes and the dark parts or you could say like the second or third layer that he he did was just like one strokes each and it still gave you a very um, unique look or a very good sense of time I would say a very good sense of time you could easily uh, guess like this is like four o'clock or five o'clock in the evening where sun is just in the slant and it's like bouncing the light in like 30 degree angle uh, right to the like if you bounce a ball and uh, the same way as if the light was bounced on that uh, that building so 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 there are only very few artists who can do that to to get create that sense of time sense of space and and uh, and sense of relax relaxation even like you can actually feel the wind if you look at that painting it was uh, so eye catching uh, to me anyways so yeah and another thing that i saw is why i said his paintings were much more relaxed because uh, the line quality that you can see is is like it's not very calculated or not very measured it was just enough to do the job and it was not like you know uh, trying to put a lot of effort to make everything correct it was quite relaxed it's all right to uh, to, to draw this line and it was just like that so it was a sheer joy of a uh, painting or or just like you know relaxation or his meditation mode i would say it's it's a treat to watch you can you can have a look and uh, second thing that i found which was very unique and uh, i find that very common in many uh, masters work is the sense of uh, space so one of the paintings that uh, he has is uh, the the arabian gypsies under a tent it's called Arab Gypsies in a Tent. That's uh, one of the paintings he did, I think, in 1905 or six, and uh, it's it's quite, uh, I would say, like in terms of size, 
it's it's significant size 12 by 18 inches and uh, that that painting is not extremely big to create a sense of having a lot of people inside that tent and also the tent itself is a confined place but how do you create a sense of space inside that tent and enough detail because the light uh, inside that tent is going to be quite dim and once the light uh, becomes dimmer it, to get the idea of or to create a sense of distance to create a sense of space becomes much more harder but if you if you can uh, look at that painting he was able to still get a very good sense of space and a very good sense of uh, distribution of people like uh, sitting on uh, sitting on a circle inside and one of the members looked like as if he was the leader of that group and he has a distinguishable face and the, the rest of them uh, had like quite abstract uh, abstract quality to their face like um, all the elements cannot be identified but yes you, you can see that they are human and so some people are having with the the clothes uh, they are wearing he was able to sense that create of uh, create that sense of space or, uh, surrounding and uh, one very natural thing that i see in his painting is his whites so he gets the white uh, by not painting it white in many occasions he gets uh, the sense of white or sense of light by creating the surrounding in such a way that that uh, the color that he is going to use next will complement as a white so he had a very um, unique sense of uh, light and dark uh, that i can easily see in whether it's in his oil or in his watercolor so you can always um, get the sense of white getting right so it's very hard to paint white especially in watercolor and he was able to do it with ease and you can probably see in all of his worker paintings a very easy going white uh, you can find in many places and then um, his sense of uh, slope as well in 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 his landscape uh, the sense of angles that he created so i i i saw one painting called like goat herds or goatherds um, um and they they're like some people are sitting right under a slope and then and then on the slope there are some horses and a tree in the back and that again the sense of space uh, which he's creating like how this tree in the far will look just one single light line below the tree makes it look them so far so th this kind of um, uh, this kind of paintings or um, his I, i think it's it's his trademark many of many other artists have done that uh, similar thing and of course it can be seen and let's talk about another one of his painting um, the bridge of size 
so this this is another painting uh, which i think is in he painted in venice and a boat going under the arc um in one of the venice la lakes and those those water streets so a, a sense of boat going under the arc and he, as if and he was sitting in one of those boat so the perspective is such as if he is sitting in the center of 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 that stream and from that point of view he is painting something so either you can sit on a pool uh, like on a bridge and um, and then paint it or you can see the same thing uh, from a boat which is going with that stream and another boat with people filled uh the boat is filled with people and they are rowing and crossing that arc uh under the arc so that's uh, another painting and he his edges are phenomenal so i think he's he was master of um, negative uh, space as well yeah, if you look at this painting his whites are more on yellowish uh, sides because uh, the the time he chooses to paint he brings uh, it's same idea lights are warm and shadows are cold but in the way he represented it is very unique and you can see the the arc and the sky getting a very good sense of negative painting so th this is usually used in in um impressionist work a lot but in impressionist work you can always see a merge but uh, you can you might see some merge in some locations but here you can easily s distinguish uh, between these two and and the rest of the painting is Im quite impressionist so phenomenal work and talking about my last episode when when i talked about uh, the control of watercolor is one of the major reasons that you need to control your watercolor is not to do overwork none of his painting looks as if he touched it again he touched one part again except doing uh except going and doing another layer which is needed I, none of his painting looks overworked as if he was uh, as if he knew that yeah this is it that that's what i needed i don't need to do anything else so very confident very careless uh, sorry <laughs> i wouldn't call it careless very carefree um strokes which which just um which just uh, he was sure as if he was sure that this is how much i'm going to do i'm not going to correct these lines i'm not going to correct this so even if his even in his loosest paintings loosest watercolor you will never see a wrong perspective so so i i would say like he was a great sketcher and he knew how how perspective works how space works and definitely how light works so amazing paintings uh, i i'm not sure how many i can see from his um 2000 paintings all of them are definitely not for display so whatever i i would i was able to get on the internet 
La Riva is another one that you can look uh, from jo John Singer Sargent. That's another amazing painting of the boats uh, sitting by the, uh, on the stationary boats. So that's another La Riva is just uh, one of those paintings where you can see again the time is different here uh, and it's not it's kind of entering the evening and how would a building look so here your whites go more towards bluish not yellowish at the same time your sky is again painted in the same color but you are able to distinguish <laughs> between those whites and the sky so uh, that's just brilliant yeah, amazing amazing work I can see, I can easily see he uh, tried to correct a few, few paintings, only on few paintings I, I could see he tried to correct uh, with some opaque colors, but other than that, I, I can easily see he was, uh, he knew what he was doing and also he did it just for the sheer joy of painting or like a leisure uh, of, of painting, not having any um, financial pressure on his head while painting this. So that was all about John Singer Sargent's painting and I um, recorded this episode right after looking at his paintings. I was so I was I was so inspired that I should share this with you. I was just looking for some masters watercolor painting that how like can I see the sense of control of water, water in their painting and I, and I found in most of them they, they did have a great sense of what is wet, what is dry and most of his work I found were done were on wet but at the same time with, uh, with a lot of mastery of knowing how much water he's putting in of a lot of mastery of as if he was sketching with watercolor without without drawing anything but still getting accurate perspective and another painting that i, I should talk about is I, I i don't have that painting in front of my eyes right now but i saw one of his uh, pine trees and i can see the uh, that he created the dark parts of the pine tree first and then either he lifted those or maybe you know just uh, lifted those colors but not in a very uh, organized or fashioned way he just lifted that uh, color with like like rubbing rub rubbing it off with a wet brush and just like putting a tissue on it or something like that so that's uh, another uh, a great example to take from him yeah i want to give you an update on my podcast I moved from Anchor to Red Circle and uh, because no financial reasons on that just because I felt like one of the episodes that I recorded my episode 4 was not circulated on uh, on Apple podcast so I moved immediately to Red Circle as well but uh, thanks to you guys now it's growing a little bit I can uh, I can look forward to probably monetize it and I will find a better platform and improve and uh, increase 
the production quality of this podcast. It's just me letting out my thoughts on watercolors for the beginning, but if it grows, I'll be very happy with that result. Thank you so much for supporting me. Do check out my Skillshare classes. If you ever get a chance or if you have an Skillshare account, just Google me, Vasu Sahu Painter, and you will definitely get in like first few um, results as my Skillshare class. So you can get there as well. Thank you so much again.